Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. This is episode 182, Practice Records for Beginning Band and String Students. For the longest time, music teachers have been using practice records, also known as practice logs, for students to keep track of the number of minutes or hours that they practice per week. I find that it's more common in school settings rather than private settings. But nevertheless, they've been used for a very, very long time. I can think all the way back to when I was in elementary school, we used practice records. And I distinctly remember the place where I wrote down my information was on the inside cover of my lesson book. To this day, there are still many band and string methods that have a practice record of sorts inside of their books. Now, in using those particular practice records, they're good and bad. The good that comes with those specific ones are, well, they're already in the book. And you don't have to do any extra work on your end to create a specific log and create additional pieces of paper. The bad news is that you really can't collect it. Unless you were to make a copy of that record or take a picture of their, their uh, cover or write down what they have written down in some type of book to keep a record for yourself if you're into spending that kind of time on this. I find that a lot of those records are also, inside of the uh, lesson books, are ineffective. They're also ineffective because they're not date specific. More specifically, day of the week. A lot of students in elementary schools will tend to have their lessons on a specific day of the week. One of the primary reasons for that is to help them to remember to bring their instrument in. So if you can make the flute day, for instance, uh, Tuesdays, or the violin day, Thursdays. Now, it's not ideal in every situation. Some people teach in different schools. But 
if you're going to create a practice record, what I would recommend that you do is if you do have a situation where students are going to be receiving their lessons on the same day for every single week, make a practice record for that day. So what I do is I, I, I will produce Monday practice records, Tuesday practice records, so on and so forth. And the dates will be written on the practice record according to the days of the week. In other words, a practice record w would not go from Sunday to Saturday, rather from Wednesday to Tuesday, from Tuesday to Monday. By doing this, you now have the student practicing up until the seventh day, the day before uh, the lesson, and then they can do whatever needs to be done. Total up the minutes, and if you have someone in the house who is signing it, that's completely and totally fine. The reason why I wanted to produce this particular episode, though, is I wanted to share with you some pitfalls and some things that I noticed over the years, some cracks in the armor and ways that students, well, they can be a little crafty, they can be a little shifty when it comes to completing their practice record. The first issue is pretty obvious. Students are dishonest about what they're writing down. This has always been an issue. It was an issue when I was a student. I certainly am not going to sit here and say that I was completely 100% accurate with all of my practice records. And I have even caught students before over the course of time who have written it, intentionally written in the wrong number of minutes to make themselves look better than they, well, than what the record you would hope to see would be in front of you. And then, of course, we have students who unfortunately go even deeper and will sometimes even forge a parent or guardian signatures. I have had that situation happen, and that's not fun when I inform a family that their child's been doing this. But let's really examine the issue. And hopefully these thoughts are going to make you really think about why you're doing practice records or even if you want to do practice records. Do you want to give students a grade for practicing? I strongly advise against that. And I say that because there are a lot of students who do not know how to practice effectively. It's not fair to reward a student for practicing 300 minutes a week when in actuality they did one particular song 58 times poorly. Perhaps they were making the same mistakes. Whereas you have a student who might have a very busy schedule, but 
does play his or his her his or her instrument extremely well is able to accomplish what needs to be done on the instrument perhaps in 70 minutes for the week is it fair to now penalize that student as opposed to the one who practiced for 300 minutes we're going to reward students who might not be practicing effectively or really might not know how to practice correctly or are genuinely practicing for 300 minutes does that make that student better than another i'm not so sure about that and i can tell you early in my career i went straight by the minutes and upon further reflection i was wrong it's not the way to do it every person has a different situation Okay, so we're not going to do it in terms of grades. Let's say you make that decision. I'm not going to grade their practice records, but I'm going to look at their practice records. What I say to students is this. Practice records are not, are not a way of torturing you. And a lot of them laugh when I say that, but it's true though. You're not trying to torture the students. Playing a musical instrument should not be a torture chamber. You should enjoy playing your instrument. The purpose of a practice log is to figure out time in the day to be to dedicate to the musical instruments what i always do with students is we will sit down up on the board we'll put all the days of the week up there and i'll go down the line and it's just worth it to do this because then students are going to appreciate you so much more if you go ahead and put all the days of the week down and you say to them tell me what you have each day go through with me what your schedule is tell me how busy you really are you'll actually be surprised because I remember once I had a student who was a competitive dancer. Some, and I had another one who was a competitive figure skater. My goodness. Some of these children have extremely busy schedules. So it's important to note that it's, it's difficult because they are just simply trying to enjoy the instrument. But they're also trying to balance everything. We certainly don't want to be losing students who play their instruments well. Because I can certainly say that I had my times throughout elementary school and middle school and high school and beyond where I didn't, I wasn't able to practice three hours a week. I was lucky sometimes if I was even able to practice three hours in a month or wanted to. The purpose of the practice record should be 
a way for students to figure out times of the day to figure to to work in their practicing it's to develop a routine it's to find that 20 minute slot that 40 minute slot that one hour slot that 10 minute slot to dedicate to practice it is making students more aware that they are spending too much time on their phones, on video games, on television and other electronics and things that are simply sucking all of the time out of their day. And I say to students, I love video games. And when I am addicted to a specific game, I can sit there for hours and play it over and over until I, I can master it. But do you need to be doing it for four hours? There are students who do that. They will finish school, go home, and that's what they do. Some of them are doing it and not even getting their other work done in school, much less the practicing on their instruments. When you're doing practice logs and practice records, you need to take into account every child on an individual basis. What about a child who has major, major medical issues? Are you going to treat that child the same as all of the other children? You can't. I had one student several years back who had to get daily blood transfusions. Daily. This child had so many medical issues. And he was a wonderful, wonderful band student who didn't have a lot of free time. And sometimes he was sick because of the way that his body reacted to things. It's not fair to, to clump everyone into the same thing. The same differentiation you need to do with your lesson plans also needs to occur when it comes to practice sheets. The same conversation that you would have with students about things relating to uh, figuring everything that they need to, to work into their lives. You need to do the same thing when it comes to practicing and discussing this. And again, stress that it's not a punishment. It's not meant to be done because you're mean. It's not meant for more paperwork. I don't know of any teacher that wants to create more paperwork. Most important things that I, I look for with practicing, I look for consistency. I look for parent signatures. That's always been a big thing for me. Because if I see a parent signature there, and I always say this to students too, don't sit here and tell me that so-and-so was too busy to sign this. And this is where you can teach students responsibility. 
I would, I'll tell students, I don't care if they're 9 or 10 or 11 years old. You fill out the practice record. I don't want to see an adult's handwriting of the numbers. I want to see you write out your own numbers. And then it is your responsibility to take that practice record, go up to the person who is your supervision, and it might be a babysitter in some cases, a nanny, and you go up to that person and you very simply say, can you sign this for me, please, to verify my time? Not a situation where you walk in each week and say, well, my mom forgot to sign it. No, your mom didn't forget to do anything. You did. You forgot to get it signed. And that's the thing I always say to students. The hope is to also do this to help them to, in addition to all the other things they need to be responsible for when it comes to playing a musical instrument, is doing this as well. And we'll take this even one step further. If people ever ask you what the value is of playing a musical instrument, oh my goodness, I can't begin to tell you how many times I have advocated on behalf of teachers and also for uh, myself, where I will say to parents, to administrators, to anyone who may even question, why should my child be in a music program? It helps teach them responsibility. These are life skills. Writing down and recording your own record time and making sure that you're getting someone else's signature, putting that type of responsibility in their hands, yes, it is not appropriate. It is not, it is not, uh, excuse me, not inappropriate for people to expect a child to fill this out and turn it into each week. You're not asking the world here. You're not asking them to read 167 pages of War and Peace. This is a simple task and it's something that's important. I hope this information's been helpful regarding practice records. Uh, they're, they're important, but we need to be careful and we need to be aware of their importance and how they're being used. Because if you're not using them effectively, it's a complete waste of time. So hopefully you'll consider everything in this episode. As always, if you can share the information, pass it along to others, uh, that's the greatest compliment we ha uh, can receive as podcasters. I wish you the best with all of your beginning band and string students.